Everybody, welcome to the Eternal Leadership Podcast. A question that I am getting often right now is all around resiliency, grit, getting through adversity. So many of us have gone through life-threatening illnesses. We've had deaths in the family. The economy has maybe affected us. And right now, I think, is a time that we should focus on this. And as I was really thinking about how to have a podcast on to really talk about this topic, a good friend of mine, Ann Baird, if you guys remember that name, she's the one that helped me write my book, On Purpose with Purpose. She's an amazing writer, writing consultant. And I was talking with Ann, and she says, Oh my goodness, John, you have to get to know Tom Halsey. He just wrote a book called The Winning Mindset That Saved My Life. It's the, your second edition. And uh, she told me, Tom, uh, and Tom's here. Tom, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, John. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's so great to have you here. And you're taking 100% of all the net proceeds. You're putting that into medical research. So you're pretty much all in on this as a, a cause and a passion, aren't you? Absolutely. It, uh, <laughs> that is exactly right. I'm giving it, giving it all back to uh, primarily cancer research and heart disease research, which are two of the two of my life-threatening challenges that I've faced in my life. And it's my way of uh, making a difference and, and uh, paying it forward, if you will. Yeah. And so, hey, guys, here's a little back background on Tom. We're going to dig into some really great stuff today around mindset, which I think is the key. It's foundational. But Tom had three life-threatening illnesses. So uh, mm -hmm. I've only had, well, two. So, uh, you know, it's not like we're keeping score here, but I got to tell you, it's sure I got to do going through an event like this gives you an incredible perspective on life. And Tom, I know you and I never intended to take this journey, but your cancer, heart attack, and what you've gone through has really given you this higher sense of meaning as you've switched from really looking at this personal sense of tragedy to this place of really encouraging and having empathy for other people. So what we're going to talk about is Tom's journey, how he went through this, how he shifted his mindset. And what it did, Tom, as I just have gotten to know you a little bit, it created this passion in you to just help other people as they're battling adversity. And so we're going to be digging into what are some of the things around, you know, that's allowed you to do that. So you're a survivor, you're an advocate, you're passionate, you're an athlete now, and your goal is to just fuel some positive changes that impact the health of our world. I think that's a big part. Mm -hmm. You know, and the other thing I, I would like to say too is, you know what, folks, as we go through adversity, we either emerge on the other side, I think oh, damaged isn't the right word, but maybe weaker physically, of course, for me, but psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, or we can go through it with the help of, you know, people like Tom or in community with others in some of those areas of our life, we can emerge from a place where we're strengthened in a little bit. And you know what? And that's what I'd really like to leave everybody here with. So with that, Tom, I'd love to hear some highlights kind of about your journey as you've kind of come to this place in life where you're at now. First of all, I'd just like to say, you know, we all have challenges on a daily basis and some can be more overwhelming than others. And I'm, I'm here to say that when you hear your doctor tell you on your birthday, no less, that you have cancer, that was at the, uh, 
that was at the top of my list. And when I first heard those words, I was just so many, so many emotions uh, were going through my mind. And I, I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. And when you're talking about prostate cancer in men, it's, it, you know, it's, it's something very personal. And it's something that men don't really want to talk about. And I was a typical, typical man when I was first diagnosed. I didn't want to talk about it. I was almost felt like I was a fraud because people had always viewed me as being really healthy and fit and, uh, and compounding my angst. Um, this is in 2015. I had just witnessed my best friend lose his life to uh, prostate cancer. And it was a four-year battle. And it was absolutely, um, absolutely gut-wrenching to watch that uh, or witness so that. So you had you just walked through that experience with your friend and then you get the news that you're now in the same situation. Yes. Yes, I am. Uh-huh. I, I can't imagine when you're, you know, when you're walking out of that doctor's appointment and the initial shock has worn off as you're walking through the doors, through the parking lot over to your car, what was going through your mind? Yeah, I, I was in a fog, really. I just, it was hard for me to comprehend. You know, I was, uh, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was, I was angry. I was bitter. I mean, just again, just all, all the emotions that you can imagine. And at the time I was, uh, well, my 61st birthday. And, uh, uh, I thought, well, you know, maybe my time is, uh, I've had a good life. Maybe that this is going to be it for me, especially after having witnessed my best friend, what he went through. And I did, I didn't want to go through what he went through, but now this is really, that was really the start of my journey and really what uh, gave me this uh, purpose in life, if you will, to really make a difference and, and, and help others that are dealing with adversity and uh, paying it forward. And one of the things that you said, uh, Tom, is that, you know, in, in some of your worst days, Right. One of the things that you had to remember was focusing on the bigger picture. What, what was the bigger picture for you? The bigger picture for me was uh, after after I had my surgery, you know, my bigger picture was I was inspiring other people, giving hope and inspiration to other people. And I was really using my platform, if you will, to advocate for uh, awareness and, and really finding a cure for cancer. And that's one of the things I'm doing today is I'm a, I'm a big advocate and uh, trying to help raise money for cancer research and also now heart disease research. So uh, that's why my book is so uh, such a big part of my story. Well, I love that. And, the, you know, the book is titled The Winning Mindset That Saved My Life, second edition. And you talk about mindset, and I think that's so important. I'll never forget when I was at uh, Craig Hospital with a severe traumatic brain injury. I was there for 20 months. And I watched some people who did not have a winning mindset, who were not injured as bad as me, and I watched them spiral down into a really dark place that, quite frankly, scared me. It's one of those things that allowed me to keep focusing on hope, focusing on my faith, focusing on what... God had said to me to the accident, the first thing God said to me when I was in his presence at the accident was all things work together for good for those that love the Lord. And I had to choose every day to believe that in some way, all this is going to work together and the future is going to be, has a potential to be better because sometimes it sure didn't feel like that. But with that said, 
I'd love to hear from you. How do you define what mindset is? Because that's really what we're talking about today. Let's start with the, the dictionary definition of mindset. The dictionary defines it as a habitual or characteristic mental attitude that determines how you will interpret and respond to situations. You know, the bottom line, that is what mindset is all about. And of course, we can talk about the different types of, of mindsets like growth mindset and uh, fixed mindset. With a growth mindset, you know, failure is not a permanent option. And that's what I get into in my book in, uh, as far as what I call a growth mindset. And for me, I had to overcome this fixed mindset that I had after I received my diagnosis and change it, if you will, to a, a growth mindset or what I call a winning mindset. And uh, having that, I had to get to that winning mindset, even though surgery saved my life, I had to change my mindset to uh, what I call a winning mindset to really go forward though. And what did that look like? What was that? How would you almost know kind of where your mindset is and whether it's maybe serving you forward through adversity or maybe, uh, you know, maybe a detriment or, or causing you problems? Well, when you have a fixed mindset, you don't feel like there's really a, a way out to whatever effort you put into it or whatever. Uh, it's not going to be good enough. And when you have a fixed mindset, you avoid challenges. And that was really where I was initially. And I viewed these setbacks, you know, and part of a fixed mindset is viewing setbacks as a negative and um, you have a tendency to blame others, if you will. But I, w- I was able to, able to change that eventually to uh, uh, a different type of mindset. Talk about that. What was, how would you define that winning mindset, the way you describe it, Tom, that helped you get through all this that you say now saved your life? Well, first of all, I, as I mentioned earlier, when I was first diagnosed, uh, and it took me almost a year before I actually started telling people about my diagnosis, and I, I was in a pretty dark place, and it's, and, you know, a lot of lessons learned through all this, but, you know, a cancer diagnosis can be very, uh, as I mentioned earlier, overwhelming, but it's also very isolating. But one of the things I did, though, was I did confide in a friend of mine who, uh, who I knew well and told him about my diagnosis. And he took me by my shoulders and said, Tom, you have always had such a positive outlook on life. And he knew I was very athletic and um, I, I was an Ironman competitor. And he said, you need to remember the motto of the, of the Ironman, which is anything is possible. And you need to set goals for yourself to get beyond these dark days you're experiencing right now. And that's when I really decided at that point, I needed to uh, really needed to, I wanted to beat this. And uh, I had to uh, start, you know, by changing uh, my mindset to move forward. And I started setting goals for myself with my new mindset, if you will. And my long-term cancer, I had short, intermediate, and long-term goals. And my long-term goals where one is I wanted to be around to walk my daughter down the aisle. And number two, I wanted to be able to cross the finish line at another Ironman, the Ironman World Championship in Hawaii. And for the listeners who don't know what the Ironman is, it's a 2.4 mile swim 
followed by a 112 mile bike, followed by a 26.2 marathon all in one day. And that was, uh, again, those were my two really long-term goals to get beyond these dark days. But we can delve more into it, John, as far as what are the components of this uh, winning mindset? Yeah, I'd love to hear the components. You know, one of the things that I know that we all have to do going through this, right, is overcoming fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of not being able to walk your daughter down the aisle, you know, fear of going through what your friend went through. Where did you start with looking at your mindset in relation to maybe just looking at the, I guess, the, just how maybe overwhelming maybe it felt sometimes about what was this journey that was in front of you? Well, that's actually interesting you bring that up because that is one of the, one of the components of my uh, winning mindset, and that is overcoming fear. And I'll, I'll, let me talk a little bit about overcoming fear. Again, this first component here, but, uh, but to overcome fear, you must first acknowledge it, but not focus on it. What I did was I identified and wrote down my strengths and my weaknesses, and you promote the ones that you do well. And you have to come to terms with your weaknesses. If I hadn't overtaken my fear of defeat by cancer and losing my life, I would not be here right now. And learning to deal with fear means putting your negative thoughts in perspective. And failures really are just part of the process, and you shouldn't be afraid of them. You have to change the way you view failure. Embrace it. Failures were part of that mindset change process that I went through, and you should not be afraid of them. You have to use it as an opportunity to learn from your mistakes and learn to accept challenges. And if you're going to succeed at anything, and this goes for anything in life, there will be challenges and sometimes failure. And I love the way Thomas Edison and Michael Jordan viewed failure. Thomas Edison said, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways it won't work. And Michael Michael Jordan said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games, 26 games. I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life. Failure teaches you what you need to do next to succeed. And we so many times we have a tendency to focus on the negative. But I realized that by looking at all, all my options, I could respond differently to my concerns. And how I was able to do that, I articulated the positive outcome from my fear. And for me, my positive outcomes from beating cancer was competing in another Ironman and walking my daughter down the aisle. When fear causes you to feel defeated before you even start the battle, try to overcome a challenge or try doing something you've never done before. Defeat fear before it defeats you. And a winning mindset takes courage and diligence. It can help you step out of your comfort zone. Your mindset drives the choices you make and the habits you create. And a Bible verse that I, that I really like, it, talks, it really talks about this or talks to me about it is Proverbs 10, 17. People who accept discipline are on the pathway to life, but those who ignore correction go astray. And overcoming any obstacle starts with mindset. And I guess I said earlier, this is drives the choices you make. 
and discipline determines whether you continue and make choices a habit. So that's really, John, how I you know, kind of view failure and how it kind of fits into my uh, winning mindset. Well, yeah, I can so relate to that. I'll, I'll never forget, uh, Tom, when I was recovering from my brain injury and things were not looking good. I had learned, I had a speech therapist. I learned how to walk again. I had to learn how to think again. Um, my eye was blind. I had to figure out how to operate in the world <clears throat> that I was now living in. And I, it was a well-meaning doctor. And he said, John, I don't think you'll uh, ever be able to be a, a greeter at Walmart, right? Just to set expectations. And you know what? And when that happened, when you kind of look at like, you know, your friend that he went through, or I'm looking at some other people who were in the hospital with me. And then when I heard the doctor say that, you know, right then you're presented with a choice. And you know what? A, a it was, hey, what I'm going through can define me. And mm -hmm. or guess what? Mm -hmm. I am going to choose right now because they kept using this term called the new normal. And I hated the term. I'm like, you know what? I am not going to have a new, new normal. I'm going to have the same normal I had. I'm going to get back to where I was. I'm going to get back to business. I'm going to be able to lead my family. I'm alive. I'm given this second chance and I'm going to do greater than, you know, I'm not disparaging anybody who's a greeter at Walmart, but I'm like, you know what? I am not going to accept that. And then I started actually setting goals like you talked about and saying, okay, this is what it's going to look like. I don't know when, it's not mm -hmm. going to be next month. It might not be next year, but I am going to get back there and having, I think, those positive goals and then sharing those with people. And some of the people, because they knew where I was starting from, I shared some of those goals with, and they were just kind of like, okay, buddy, uh, right? You know, go give it your best. But mm -hmm. I think staying in that, what you're talking about there is every day we have a choice and or every moment going through adversity, we have a a choice to make. And, but what do you do? Cause I struggled with this. There were some days where, you know what? I, I didn't do that. Well, it was hard. The evidence was not there that it might get better. So this was a, a place where I had to lean hard into faith and just hope that it would get better. And so what do you do when you, to make that choice in some of those difficult moments as we go through things like this, when the evidence is kind of stacked against maybe some of these goals and choices that we feel like we want to set. That's a good segue into uh, what I call my uh, second pillar of a winning mindset, and that's perseverance. And um, perseverance is a tool of the mind to keep going in spite of the circumstances and what seems reasonably possible. You know, it's really a trait that many people want to have but have a hard time accomplishing or getting, and that goes for everything in life. As I talked about earlier, you know, one of the first steps in this mindset is setting goals, and you have to have goals to get through any challenge. When you do this at those times when you are discouraged or you feel like giving up, you have something to move toward. When the situation looks bleak, remember, you know, it's temporary. And you, might, you have to consistently proclaim and visualize what you were trying to achieve as though it were reality. Perseverance really is a life choice. And perseverance is about keeping on with something even when you don't see immediate results. And perseverance is, it comes from having the faith and tenacity to know that the process will produce results. 
And we talked about focus earlier and perseverance will help keep your focus forward toward the goal, knowing that uh, by accomplishing it will provide great satisfaction and fulfillment. I don't mean to make it sound easy. I had some really bad days and I had to fight for that perseverance. But having those short, intermediate, and long-term goals helped me persevere. And I love this quote by my boyhood idol, Coach Vince Lombardi. His quote about perseverance says so much. It's not whether you get knocked down. It's whether you get back up. Well, I love that. You know, one of my mottos became, you know, what is my next small step? Like, I I, I remember when I set a goal just to – I wasn't allowed to drive because of my cognitive abilities. My mm-hmm. reflexes were compromised. My vision was compromised. And well, that was one of my goals in this, right, was to actually just get to the place where I'd have to drive again because my wife was, you know, driving me every day to multiple doctor appointments everywhere. Mm-hmm. And what is that next small step that I have to do today? Now, my therapist, basically, they had a whole program, but I had to pass like 20 different cognitive physical therapy tests, uh, reflexive tests, processing tests to even enter. They actually had a driving program because they deal with a lot of people with brain injuries, right? You, you can't. And so I just said, okay, what is the one I'm working on right now? And I go home and practice. And like one of the things I said, okay, how can I get a little bit better mentally? You know what I did, Tom, is I actually went and subscribed to, uh, what is it? Uh, one of the language apps, I can't remember the name of it, but I started teaching, I started taking Chinese because I figured, you know what, if I could learn to read and speak and write Chinese, it's going to challenge my brain. And what are any little thing that I could do to just, you know, I, I started looking at, you know, those things, Hey, what are those things that I can control? And what are those things that I can't control? Mm-hmm. One of the things I could control was my attitude. I could control the choices I made each day. I could control whether I felt whether I was a victim or could I choose a mindset that was more of, you know what, this is something I'm going to go through. And at some point by getting through this, I get to be a dad and a husband again. I get to help others if I, you know, on the other side of this. And so I started trying to look at the context of things differently, but that was one of my big focuses. Just what is one, even if it's something teeny, one little thing that I could do today that would that has the potential to move me forward. And in doing that, I could go to bed each night, sometimes frustrated, right? But then I'd have to give myself a little bit of grace and say, tomorrow I'm going to do a little bit better. And then what I found is over the course of two and three years, I was actually now be able to function out in the world. And now it's 10 years later in this long series, like I'm thinking of a Iron Man. People are like, oh my gosh, how do you do, how do you swim two miles and bike over a hundred miles and then run a marathon? Well, guess what? It's a series of lots of little small steps if you broke everything down and all your training leading up to it. And you know what? We can do the same thing, this marathon, so to speak, of what it takes to really get through some of the adversities we find ourselves in. Everything you're saying right now, John, really is the very definition of a growth mindset. You know, you're embracing challenges and seeing them as opportunities. You look at feedback as useful for learning and improving and view setbacks as a wake-up call to work harder the next time. 
And you brought up Iron Man again, and people looked at me like, why the Iron Man? And this is something I had done in, earlier in my life, but Iron Man really is a metaphor for life. And it really taught me so much. And just like in life, there are so many ups and downs in an Iron Man, and how you deal with adversity really does define you. And Iron Man has been my vehicle for several attributes, including determination, overcoming mental and physical obstacles, and healthy ideals. And I needed all of these in my cancer battle and my heart disease uh, recovery. So um, again, I just throw that out about, you know, people always say, why Iron Man? That, that's pretty, that's pretty uh, big challenge there. But, uh. Well, there's some great core principles, you know, behind that. And so folks, here's what I think Tom and I both want to share with you. If you're listening and you're going through something that's really challenging, or you have somebody in your world that's going through challenging, right? When you... I think focus on some of these areas. When you choose, you know, a different mindset and you focus on some goals, you have some, you know, that level of perseverance. I think, you know what, you're living with intention that you talk about in your book. You're overcoming fear. And you know what? These are hard to do alone. So like your book, Tom, being in community with other people, having friends around you as you're you know, sharing some of your, you know, good days and bad days with this is absolutely critical, uh, don't you think? Absolutely. And that's one of the uh, lessons learned I, I, I learned in this journey. You've got to uh, reach out and surround yourself with a, a support system, if you will, because if you don't, it can, as it was for me, it was very isolating and can almost uh, do you in. And uh, so, yes, that's absolutely Correct, John. And, you know, being you, you mentioned intentional, living intentionally is, is another one of the attributes of what uh, I um, call a, a winning mindset. And um, being intentional has really been has been easier for me post cancer for two reasons. And I, I believe I mentioned this earlier, but I had goals to get through my cancer battle. And all, all of a sudden I was competing for something greater than myself, a cause that was making a positive impact on, on society. And today I am motivated to be intentional, knowing that I'm providing hope and inspiration to those dealing with challenges in their life. Being intentional, again, we talked about focus earlier, but being intentional will keep you focused. And in our society, a healthy lifestyle requires commitment. And your mindset plays into a healthy lifestyle too. With healthy emotions, you'll have a better all-round quality of, of life and enjoyment. Again, quoting my uh, uh, favorite boyhood idol, Vince Coach Lombardi, he said, the good Lord gave you a body that can stand most anything. It's your mind you have to convince. You know what? That is, that is so true. And convincing your mind, I, I think for me, it's been just my level of faith, it's been praying, it's been God just, you know, just trusting in how faithful God is. You know, I looked back even some of my dark days and go, wow, like one of the surgeries I had to do, a whole facial reconstructive surgery, everything was crooked and broken. And we got referred to one of the top surgeons in the world, which is not supposed to happen, especially in the medical system that I was in. Like, Tom, I got to tell you, as we look back financially, my medical care, 
the friends that we had around us. If I actually looked at, even though I didn't like the situation I was in, I looked at all these things that had come into my life through this adversity. I got to tell you, I was just, when I intensely went to that place, I was just filled with gratitude, quite frankly, and a bigger gratitude than the fact that I just got a second chance and I'm actually still alive. And I think having that focus on what you're thankful for and gratitude versus what you've lost or what you have to go through or what you no longer have for me was really important. Mm -hmm. Now I got to ask you a question here as we wrap up, because this is really neat. And I'm sure this ties into your, your, you know, why you're doing this today. Now that you're, you've come through this, um, this is really cool. In 2019, folks, this is great about how to turn adversity into something that really, you know, changes the world we live in. You were the uh, recipient of the Laura Beam Philanthropy Award. It was given to you by the NYU School of Professional Studies and the Tisch Institute for Global Sports for dedication and contribution toward philanthropic efforts that resulted in significant positive effects on the world of sports and beyond. You know, as you've come out of this and you've been kind of on this mission, what, what did that mean to you to kind of be recognized for how you've turned this adversity into something that's helping other people? Well, first of all, I wasn't, I wasn't looking for uh, recognition again. I just, this is just something that I have, uh, again, these life-threatening illnesses have given me a wonderful perspective on life. And I am all about paying it forward and making a difference. I like to quote people uh, and Jackie Robinson, there's one line on his uh, tombstone and it says so much, a life is not important except on the impact it has on other lives. And I really have taken that to heart. Being recognized with this award, though, was just, it was such an honor, but it really, I guess, in some ways validated for me, maybe, that what I was doing was, uh, I really was uh, helping others. And uh, how do I say this? I was trying to address my, you know, it validated that my why was was correct. And, and you know, my why is to improve to inspire people to take action and to be proactive with their health by sharing my lived experiences. And obviously it was, it, it's, uh, it's working. And um, again, I'm just so honored to have been uh, recognized for it. That's pretty cool. And you know what? Uh, one of my mottos is it's similar to what you just read, but it's how do I, I want to live a life. So the use of my life outlives my life. Right. And I, and when I was given the second chance and it's what you're doing, it's what I'm doing. So many people in this internal leadership community are living that way. It's just incredible. It's, it's just a group of what I would call net givers. It's just an amazing group of people that are just part of this community. So Tom, how do people find you, connect with you, find your book? Well, the book is, um, can be found on Amazon and or through my website, which is simply, uh, TomHulsey.com. And uh, it's got my contact information out there. And, uh, you know, the best thing about this book is that 100% of the net proceeds are going back to uh, medical research. So. Well, that's fantastic. And, you know, just Tom, just as people have been listening in, just what final thoughts would you like to leave with everybody? I would say, um, you, you know, take things less seriously. Try to keep perspective and understand that no matter what struggles you're going through, you will get through them. 
things are not as bad as they seem and you're stronger than you really think you are. But I, I have to remind myself of this daily that, uh, again, it's all about uh, making a positive impact on people's lives and, uh, and paying it forward. Positive impact in life, paying it forward. And you know what? Taking those small steps every day, I believe. So many great pillars in here on how to actually develop that mindset that I believe is the key to getting through adversity in a way that sets you up for a better future, right? Or the best possible future, right? Sometimes it doesn't have the outcome that we want, maybe physically, but there is hope on the other side, especially, right, Uh, to the Lord. You know, all things are possible. God uses everything to work together for those that love him, that are called according to his purpose. And that is huge for me. So, Tom, thank you so much for coming on, for who you are, for what you're doing in the world. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time and also dedicating your life to just having a, a message of hope for people that are going through hard times. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate it. Thank you for the privilege of your time. And uh, I hope everyone has a blessed day. Thank you, brother. 